Well, we're going to skip back and talk a little football uh, as we've got Coach Doherty of uh, Fort Madison there, uh, the Bloodhounds. Welcome program, Coach. Hey, it's been a long winter. Glad to be back on. Well, uh, you got to coach the Shrine Bowl, and with all the playoffs and everything going on around and basketball starting real quick, we never did get a chance to talk about it. I see Coach Edeker at Waco is going to be next year's coach, and we're going to talk to him. But I thought, you know, uh, maybe we uh, were a little remiss of uh, not getting a chance to talk about it because it seems like a pretty big deal. Can you tell our listeners, you know, what is the, the Shrine Bowl, how to – coaches and players get selected to it and uh uh how much work was it for you yeah um so i i was new to it as well i mean i knew that it was an all-star football game which which is awesome i mean if you get selected for anything like that um but man i i was not fully ready for the experience that i had it, it was honestly one of the, the best experiences i've ever had in my lifetime and, and um, we learned so much about what the, the Shriners do and what the game really is about. We're getting to use a game that we love to, to raise money for children. So they've raised uh, millions of dollars for Shriners children. And we actually got to meet a lot of, of those children um, and even some of the adults that were Shriners children and, and hear their stories. And um, there's a, a full day of activities where we get to, um, interact with them and, and again hear their stories and they put us through challenges and just seeing you know these these stud football players um, just interact with with uh, you know people who uh, weren't given the, the the best hand at times you know and and um, these kids are, are running around they're smiling and it's just I don't know it was the, it was honestly one of the coolest experiences I've ever had well I, I can see uh, the good purpose of it uh, right away jumps out at you, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the football side of it. Uh, how is the coach selected? Yeah, so um, I'm not entirely sure. I, I did find out that it, it was like, so our head coach, Zach Sweeney, it was, uh, he was chosen. I think they, they choose him way out ahead of time. Like I'm talking a couple of years so that they have time to kind of plan for it. But um, so I was actually selected to be on Sweeney's staff a good word was put in for me um, and he, he reached out. So I did not know, I didn't know any of the coaches actually until I got there. And, and um, you know, just like the players, uh, I, I ended up with several new really great friends and, and we still talk a lot. Um, and, you know, we, we definitely talked through the football season, but we're still talking. I mean, we send out messages and, and stuff here and there. So we've got a group chat and, I mean, again, using the, the game of football to, to just make connections. And um, I know that our players still do it. I still talk to a lot of the players that, that I got to coach, and I'm following them. Uh, it's just been it, – it was, again, I keep saying it, but it was an awesome experience. So as far as how they get selected, I'm not entirely sure of the process, but I do know that the head coach then gets to select his staff. And so – um, Coach Sweeney uh, chose me, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Okay. Well, how do the players get selected? So coaches nominate them. Um, so we every year we get an email, and, and we can nominate a player from our team, somebody that we feel is worthy, um, you know, not, not just as a football player, but uh, on the, the community side and, and uh, somebody that, that fits kind of the, the Shriners mold of what they want. So good students, just really good people. And, and we were lucky at Fort Madison last year. We had two players on um, 
So it made it even more special just to be able to coach or not. I didn't even get to coach our guys, but I got to see our guys get coached by some of the best coaches in the state. And so Mateo, um, you know, he, he ended up getting to get coached by Todd Blatt, who's won several state championships and, and that's awesome. And then, uh, um, Tanner got to be um, coached by like Cole Bond. He's at Linux and uh, the defensive side. So pretty cool. Well, what about um, is there one game? Is there two games? Or are they all Iowa kids? How are, how are the teams divided up? Yeah, there there's one game. Um, so it all comes down to one game. We're together for coaches are together for just it, it ended up being just over a week. So we moved in uh, a day ahead of the players so that we could kind of get situated have staff meetings and things like that. And then the players move in and, um, you know, we have several practices a day, uh, but there's a lot of fun mixed into that as well. So like one of the days that the kids all got to go to the water park, um, they have picnics for us. And, um, again, they, they, they did different things for us interacting with the Shriners kids and just really being out and about in Cedar falls and, and the surrounding area wearing the Shriners gear. And, um, it all came down to that, that Saturday game and uh, had a pep rally um, parade that was so cool. Just walking through the, the downtown Cedar Falls and all of the people there and um, just, I mean, people from all over the state, obviously, there to, to support their their kids and their players. And and, and it, uh, we all go back to the Dome and it's time to, to strap it on and play some football. Well, uh, I'm assuming there have been some other Southeast Iowa players that you knew and maybe some that you heard about that you didn't know that you got a, a, a coach. A, I'll just throw a name out there, uh, Simeon Reichenbach there at Waco. He, I think he played in this game. Uh, uh, what was it like to coach him? Yeah, he was there, man. And that, that dude, you know, I, I follow everything that you do and I follow the area of football and you hear about these kids and, um, you know, you know that he's the real deal. And then you get to be around him and watch him practice and, and get to, to talk to him. And he was a fantastic one. I know one that was special for me was Max Wheaton from Fairfield. Uh, you know, I know, I know Nate, um, gotten to know Nate really, really well. And, and those Wheaton kids, all of them are, are just fantastic young men. And, um, again, getting to, to finally coach him and be around him and, and, have him on our side because we've been trying to defend him for several years, you know. Yeah, he's been wreaking um, havoc on you for three years. Yeah, yeah. Great kid. So um, just, again, getting to have him on our side and coach him. And then uh, he was in my position group for a little bit. He ended up playing some defensive end for us. Um, we had him fill in at tight end while our tight ends were off at, at college. Um, they were they were on campus at uh, South Dakota. They had some, some summer classes that they had to take. So we got them and we had 48 hours to get them the whole playbook, get it down and then go compete. So um, I think that speaks to how special they are and how, how their football brains work because to learn an offense in 48 hours and then go play and have the successes that they did um, is, is really impressive. And so we had a couple guys that came over and played some tight end for us, which was nice filled in got to coach guys like Wyatt Williams. He was from, from Liberty. And so, you know, again, another guy that we were trying to defend on a Friday night um, from Fort Ma or for Fort Madison and then get him on our side. So that was really awesome. Um, several kids that went on to play, you know, college ball. So I'm, I followed them all year long. And uh, some of them are Hawkeyes. Some of them are, at, you know, Cyclones. Some of them 
Vikings, um, you know, just all over the state and, and not just the state. There's several guys that went, uh, you know, outside of the state and just really awesome to get to follow them. Well, uh, uh, talk about some of the real premier athletes that were there that I might not well, even know about. Yeah. Uh, so right in our position group, um, you know, we had some really dynamic receivers, but one of the, the, the top guys, the guy that's going to stand out is Aiden Hall. He's a Hawkeye right now. He played receiver for us. He was coming off of a state title um, and just a really unique special player for Coach Blatt at Harlan. And um, he, he's obviously doing really great things at, at Iowa. I know um, following him and seeing him dress on the sidelines and, and things like that, I think they've got some big plans for him. Uh, he's going to play Leo linebacker the last time I talked to him. Got to see a couple guys um, that I, I kind of, you know, read their names and you follow in, in all of the, the write-ups and, and things like that. And then, again, you get to be around them. And, and Julian Perez Hall from Burlington was another one for us. Him and uh, Mateo, they were both the centers. And watching them work together and getting to see, see them was, um, you know, be on the same side. We had the Hartman kid from Washington as well. Um, and then on the defensive side, I mean, it was kind of crazy because it reminded me of when I played ball in college, you, you, your teammates, but the offensive guys are over here and the defensive guys are over there at a small place like Fort Madison where we practiced together. Um, they had separate practices. We would get together. I didn't get to know the defensive guys like, like I did the offensive guys, but, uh, you know, as coaches, we were trying to build those relationships. And, and again, that was coach Sweeney's doing. He was He's a, a, a relationships first guy, and that's why I think our coaching staff meshed really, really well because all those guys, they coach for the right reason. I mean, they love the game of football, but they love kids, and they want to use the game of football to help kids become, you know, good young men. But uh, we were we were loaded, and we had some adversity. It was it was kind of interesting how close you become in just that, that short amount of time, and I think that's why football is special. All activities are special. Is It is a family, you know. It's a, it's a brotherhood, and um, you know, I guess a quick story. We had one kid who uh, woke up in, in the morning and had a missed call and found out that one of his best buddies was killed in a car accident. And uh, we're all out of practice and, and he comes out and coach kind of warned us, hey, this went down. You know, we're not sure this kid's probably going to go home. He comes out and, uh, you know, he, he kind of talked to us, asked if he could take the practice off. Absolutely. Talked to him. We said, hey, if you want to go home, go home. And he said, you know what, I, I need to be around these guys. I just, I love these guys. and They make me feel good. Um, I don't want to go home and, and um, just sit there. I want to be around them. I want to be around football. And, and I just think that that's really special because, you know, they were only teammates for, for a week. But just the impact that they had on each other and, and how they had each other's backs. And um, it, it was just, man, I'm getting chills talking about it. such a special event and special week for for me and I, I know for them as well. Well, when is this game? I know you uh, uh, played the full season and then went in and took your team into the playoffs. And I know that took a lot of focus and time. How much time did you have to shift gears to get into this game? Yeah, so it was nice. I found out about it. Um, you know, uh, it was during the winter. So we had a couple online staff meetings and um, I was helping out with the offense. So Matt Jorth was our, our OC uh, he comes from Pleasantville. He's he's the head coach up there. 
So him and I talked a lot, um, you know, text message, Zoom meetings, whatever. And it gave me some time to kind of learn the offense and get some ideas of, of what we were going to do uh, so that we had all that stuff ironed out and, and ready to go from when those kids stepped on campus. Um, but, you know, Coach Sweeney did, just did a great job of here's all of the, the team bonding. and This is how we're going to get these guys together. Um, you know, we knew that we knew that they were really good football players, but. Uh, you know, you got to be a team and you got to work together. You got to believe in each other. You got to have a love for each other. And, and he did some really, really special things to get these guys together. Um, so everybody was doing their part. It was, it was just a, a fantastic week. And, um, you know, and I, I know the North side did a great job too. They had some great, great kids and, and coaches as well. Um, so well, how did this how did this coaching opportunity make you a better coach? Oh man, great question. Um, <laughs> it was it was awesome in the fact that, like, one, I got to be around the best kids in the state. You know, I brought those experiences back and and talking to our kids. You got some of these guys that have already signed D one. Uh, you know, they're they're going to be scholarship players, and just their attention to detail. Um, how they do things and you know what they're, they're doing the basic things all the time and there's an intent with them you know so if you think that that you're you're bigger than this drill um, I'm here to tell you that you're not so it just really put things into perspective for me that these elite guys like you know they they're elite for a reason and I, and I really think that it's because of their attention to detail and how they they do things with intention um, and then getting to be around some of the best, best brains in the game of football. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've reached out to, to coach, um, Blatt at Harlan. The dude is, he's won several state titles. He comes from a legacy family in football. He's, he's brilliant. And I've reached out to him about several things and, um, you know, he always fires right back to me and, and has great advice and, um, somebody that I can lean on personally. So, um, football wise got better uh, personal wise I got better just because I gained some really great friends all right well tell me uh kind of we don't have a whole lot of time but just in five minutes or so take me through this game I mean what was the game like what was the first quarter like uh, all, all the way through and uh save the score for the end okay um yeah it was it was wild you know like everybody wants to play in the dome that that's the big deal uh you know, it's one of my goals as a coach here at Fort Madison is I want to play in the Dome. So um, getting to be in there, uh, getting to feel feel the energy. We were lucky. We've we've had, you know, we had Coach Blatt who's coached in there several different times. and He was kind of showing the ins and outs and this is where you want to be. This is where we want to go and kind of learning the lay of the land. And um, so we just we kind of followed him and, and um you know, you're excited. You're in, in a really nice facility and you're, you're getting ready to play the game of football. And once, once kickoff happens, you know, football's football, it's 53 and a third, you know, 11 guys out there that, that are trying to do a job and against 11 others. So you really zero it in and you don't notice the crowd. You don't really notice where you're at, you know, cause you're so focused, but, uh, it was pretty cool. I, I tried to remind myself to, uh, stop and look around and enjoy the moment because, you know, it, it was a special moment to get a coach in there and get to be with, with those elite people. And 
uh, for an elite reason. And so I was trying my best to, to soak in the moment, but uh, it was awesome getting to be on the headset with those guys, getting to help problem solve. And, um, you know, we, we played, it was a really competitive game and, and we dealt with a lot of things throughout the week. We actually did lose a couple players due to different reasons. And again, not getting our tight ends until late and a couple other players, um, and no excuse. I mean, you're dealing with that on the on the north side too. But we gave them one hell of a game. Um, so uh, we ended up losing. And the north has been good for several years. Uh, but man, we we freaking made them. We made them work for it. And I personal feeling, I guess they they had way more talent than than we did. Um, but man, we were a dang good team. We brought those guys together and we made it a competitive football game. And, um, really proud of the South Side and the South staff. We have been talking to Coach Doherty of the Fort Madison Bloodhounds, who was uh, chosen apparently from God to coach the uh, uh, Shrine Bowl. Uh, made a lot of great connections, made a lot of great friendships, and got to say a lot of talent. Got to got to test his coaching medal uh, on the big time level right there at uh, the Unit Dome. Uh, Thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything that we didn't get to cover about it that you wanted to? Um, no, I, I just do want to say that if you ever get a chance, anybody that's listening to this, to, to go to the Shrine Bowl game, uh, take it, take part in it, please do, man. It, it changed my life. Um, I'm forever going to be uh, – I'm, I'm forever attend that game. So um, really appreciate what all the Shriners do for children. Well, we really appreciate what you, <coughs> you and all the other coaches around here do for <coughs> – the young men of Southeast Iowa and, and beyond here in the Round Guy Radio family. So thank you so much for being with us, Coach. Thank you, Royal Hounds.